0: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press 1. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible ...and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably. Answering the age-old question... Do games make good movies? Hello, everybody, and welcome... Um. Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. I am one of your hosts, the Internet's Mark B. Donakin. Today, the B stands for Bull, as in Uva <laughs> Bowl. Today, we're going to be covering the movie Far Cry from 2008. And surprisingly, not as bad as I was expecting. No. Of course, uh, we do have Far Cry Primal coming out soon. Very highly anticipated game. The Far Cry series has been on a roll these past couple of years and iterations. Uh, but. Not here alone. Never here alone. Wonderfully, I have my partner in crime here, Miss Stacy, Sh- Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth.
1: Great, hi guys. I'm Stacy Shuttleworth. Uh, you can find me at Yield Nerd on Twitter or at Nerds Doing Stuff. Pretty much anywhere else on the web.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing about this film is is this is our first Uwe Ball film that we've covered on uh, Video Game Movie Anatomy. We he has seven or eight, and and I was beyond afraid. <laughs> beyond afraid to get started with this and uh so on on video game movie anatomy uh we dissect the film adaptations of some of our favorite interactive media and with far cry let's get the breakdown first i actually changed it this time instead of putting it after we started talking about the movie so in its simplest form far cry is about an ex special forces soldier turned boatman who is hired by a journalist to investigate a top-secret military base on a nearby island. Straightforward. Very. Seems pretty great.
1: Yeah. Classic action.
0: However, <laughs> when we have so, yeah. Uva Boll at the helm, there are some things that start to go awry. And some things were done right, some things that weren't. We'll get to them, but we're going to start with what we call a speed run. Now, a speed run is essentially something you look at the back of a, of a game. It's got a quick quote on the top with a little bit of a, a picture of an action right under it. So, for example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script but nails the spirit of the game. Street Fighter's costume design, and that's the original Street Fighter, not Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li, which you can watch our episode that was last uh, our last episode two weeks ago. Street Fighter's costume design designer was the only person who did their job on this film, actors and all. Just as an example. Stacey, do you have a speed run for this film?
1: I do have a speed run for this film. Lay it on me. <laughs> All right. So Far Cry is a far cry from a good movie. And despite pretty much following the plot of the video game, an even further cry from a solid adaptation of it.
0: Interesting. Now, I, I, I would actually say that as an adaptation, it nails every basic idea Of the original game.
1: It does. I give it that. Which is weird. It it does follow. I mean, you get from point A to point B exactly like you do in the game. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they changed a couple of really weird, random, like, big things from the game.
0: And, for and almost
1: no reason,
0: we'll get to those points. Uh, for my speed run, I put in this far cry from what passes as a good movie. Blood dragons would legitimize the insanity, and that's the movie I want to see. It's the oh, Far Cry please. Blood Dragon movie, that was so my good,
1: favorite one, it was really good. <laughs> so
0: fun, um, and I'm happy that that became backwards compatible, or it's going to be backwards compatible on Xbox One because I never finished it. But I, pl- I, I got through a lot of it, but I didn't finish it. it was uh, a good time. <laughs> So in what's seemingly, what might be hard for some, uh, we have, very easy for this film, we go to what we call our controller toss moment. And that's that moment where you're watching the film and you have that you've got to be kidding me moment and you toss your controller either at the TV, unless you're wearing the Wii safety strap, or depending on which version of the Far Cry you're playing, or you just wing it like a boomerang as it should be. So these these are moments that just... Blow your mind with how is this in this
1: movie?
0: Cringeworthy. Uh, cr- oh, cringeworthy. Uh, I have a couple. All right. What do you? What, how many do you have?
1: <laughs> you know, I I nailed this one down to one, but I have several. Okay. off the top of my head.
0: Okay, go Ma- ahead.
1: Mainly just the sheer awkwardness of this movie.
0: Okay, all right. I thought you were going to go for a specific scene. Oh, there
1: there are there are a few <laughs> that are specifically awkward, but I think. Um, my first big controller toss moment, which is always the one that kind of sticks with me the most, is when um Valerie and Jack have jumped into the jeep and they're driving away and she's fiddling with like the weapons in the back and she picks up this harpoon gun and then magically shoots it up <laughs> through the the floor of the helicopter which then picks them up in the air and you know they what? take off over the water. That was
0: one of the, that was an action moment. Where, so, uh, one of our, one of the other shows here on the Popcorn Talk Network, Action Movie Anatomy, which you should totally check out, especially because they're doing Mortal Kombat this week, and I'm beyond (laughs) excited to talk about that movie again, and so are they. Um, but that would be, that would be their, uh, that, that would be a moment where I would just go, fuck yeah! Like, just total, (laughs) like, okay, that was pretty cool.
1: If you know, maybe if the scene was shot with more excitement, yeah. or like you know, the the gun or the line from the harpoon flying up around the blades and making it explode, could have been really cool if it wasn't just so boring. Just mm-hmm. like, whoo-
0: well, no, there without it goes. without them landing in the water, they never would have had to take off all their clothes and have the most oh, awkward sex scene yeah. <laughs> in any movie.
1: It was all leading up to that moment, and then that moment only existed so that he could continuously make terrible sex puns. Throughout the rest of the film, is
0: that your gun? Never it go to bed without it. Was. And then I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. It was but beautiful. then, but then it's like you're all you're both like really selling the shivering. How are you? Go- <laughs> and, but it's like I right, know instant bone.
1: But not only were they selling that I'm freezing under the covers, they're sitting with their arms out of the covers, like not fully tucked into the. I'm like, yeah, of course you're cold. You're not all the way under the covers. You, you're just making excuses now.
0: Cold awkward boning is oh, what i put i, I mean i put bad. something a little bit more hardcore in my notes but for the sake of the children co- uh, and also i'm not going to just f bomb all, all my way through here but that was my first one
1: that was that was bad and i,
0: I started to let that go once they stopped making the well, what what was i out of 10 um, how would you rate they me they
1: never stopped they never doing stopped that. but
0: i was slowly getting that out, out of my mind we were getting into the the big action they start infiltrating the thing mm-hmm. And there's a character that gets introduced. No. Named Emilio. No.
1: That is every
0: single time he was on the screen just, come on! <laughs> you have got to be kidding me.
1: It was, it was terrible. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. Uh, also, all of the, the security detail at the end when everybody was getting shot, they look like they're wearing Kevlar vests, but then they get shot right through Nothing. it. What's yeah. the point of the vest? Clearly to make them look fashionable. <laughs> um, very also, important. something that was just the the couple, the Whale Watchers at the beginning. But George You promised me whales George. George. Like, I get her? Stop. Any sort of a director could be like, no, you are a cartoon character. The the thing about about the the American actors in this movie, or maybe the, the, the North American actors, because this was very clearly <laughs> shot in Vancouver. Um not <laughs> No tropical island. Not North no island. tropical island. None. This was this was clearly Vancouver. Um, it's like oh, there's, so. There's an island off of the just right over hey. there that nobody's like. Oh yeah, that's totally don't talk about secret it. island. We don't talk about that island. Nah, uh, we'll go there. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, but all of the American performances were caricatures. Yes. And. It's a bizarre choice unless you have a disdain for America. Not, not, to, not to accuse Uva Bowl of anything like that, but it was just very much – it was very much how an American director would treat a foreign character. It's like, oh, let's give you a stereotype.
1: Super exaggerated, very over and, the top. And
0: that's irresponsible for, mm-hmm. for any filmmaker because you want – for – I mean, again, this is technically a Canadian franchise, a French-Canadian franchise. You've got to – you have to be accessible to all peoples. So th- that that was something with Emilio as well as with the uh, the, the whale watchers, where I was just oh. like, just mm-hmm. stop. No. Um, so one of the biggest changes, speaking of of this film, uh, was that the cast was mostly uh, uh, European. Uh, our star, who plays Jack carver who uh in the game is is an ex-american uh like secret service like a uh, a company that you're not supposed to hear of like specially trained uh type is is played by till schweiger possibly one of the most german names aside from schwarzenegger that (laughs) even though that's austrian whatever uh names that you could get for so they changed his backstory to make him a german special forces type of guy um Mm -hmm. What did you think of his portrayal of Jack Carver?
1: I I liked I liked it when he talked to be quite honest. Yeah? I did. I mean, there was very little emotion in many places, any <laughs> places really, but I just liked it when he talked. It kind of saved the movie.
0: Interesting. So like I he was very he came off as very charming, mm-hmm. uh but a couple of the times I was getting the sense that he was performing the he was performing the dialogue as if he was speaking in German so he was hitting all of the beats that he would if he was saying the words in German but right. he was saying them in English but so, it
1: was an interesting rhythmic pattern yeah. that, so, that he
0: used it was interesting to pay attention to but for mm-hmm. some of the some of the heavier dialogue or some of the some of the serious dialogue it came off as this dude just doesn't care yep so yeah. a little bit of an issue but he does um so for anybody who went, why do I know that guy? Till Schweiger played Stieglitz in uh, Inglourious Bastards*, who was mm. one of the coolest characters out of that movie. Um, and this, I think, was, was a great take for him. It, overall? Yeah, overall. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was good. There are a couple of things that, as a director, if, if it was a, an English as a first language uh, director, who could have been like okay, adjust your beats here, here, and right. here. Probably would have got a little bit stronger a performance, but his instincts were very good. Yes, very, overall, very much overall, liked him. I agree, yes. um, Emmanuel Vaugier never didn't figure out or Vaugier, uh, who played Valerie Cardinal, our intrepid reporter, trying to figure out what was going on in this secret government organization. Uh, what did you find about her performance?
1: Was she all that intrepid? <laughs> I fair play. I mean, I think she entered kind of as this potentially strong, cool character, mm-hmm. and then she was just reduced so much to this sex joke throughout the entire rest of the movie shes that...
0: she started off strong and really like no i'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. not gonna leave here no matter what, which was immediately undercut by you don't know how grenades work. it's a grenade, yeah every like and I mean, we may be like. It's it's American culture. We know what grenades are because we see it so often. But as a reporter, you never learn what a grenade is for.
1: Be familiar with it at the very least. Very bizarre. Um,
0: And then the awkward, cold boning. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, It was downhill from that. It was. It it really was for her. Yeah, that was the end of any you know potential anything she had to offer to.
0: Wow. It, and, it, and it was unfortunate because there was some some good potential there. Mm. Um, we did get somewhat of a consistent, strong female character from uh, Natalia Avalon, who played Katya Chernov, who was good to stab dudes, kill, kill them, shoot them Man. in the head. No nonsense. Could not peg down what her what her accent was, or sometimes no. what she was saying, which is unfortunate. Right. Um, Udo Kier, who I haven't seen in another movie since Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, uh-huh. and I couldn't get that out of my head, uh, <laughs> oh, played Doctor Lucas Lucas Krieger mm. awesomely. Yes,
1: he
0: played he played a type dead. of reserved insanity that you mm. don't you don't see very often, like. Right. It seemed like he was going to go into a place where he was just going to start laughing maniacally and like, ah,
1: I will create, I create the it.
0: super soldier. All of my favorite lines from this movie come from him.
1: From him. Yeah, he did a, an excellent job.
0: I, and yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't get uh, saddled with this character trope more often because I think he would he would hit home with with a lot mm-hmm. of people.
1: Had a, yeah, similar characters and in- in the present or future, mm-hmm. that would be good for
0: him. Chris Coppola plays Emilio. Skip it. No, um, we'll we'll talk about Emilio when we get into the into the actual plot discussion. Do we have um, to. We, I mean, technically, we do because he was yes, a critical character. And then, um, Ralph Mola plays Max Cardinal, uh, Valerie's uncle, who's trying to infiltrate the the government organization from the inside and ends up getting turned into a super soldier. Uh, I. I was really hoping that we would get to see a little bit more character from him to care about him.
1: Right. It was kind of, okay, here's this guy. Okay, now he's being turned into a super soldier. It's like,
0: oh, that's Uncle Max. And what?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Like,
0: let's let's learn a little bit more about their relationship other than mm-hmm. I have to save him. If, if this movie had an extra half hour, it probably could have been a little bit better.
1: To Maybe? get in some of that background and to yeah. get us to care a little more about the characters. Yeah, I can see that. So it's, That wouldn't have heard it.
0: This it, – and, and I'll, I'll – uh, just to lead into our film plot discussion, I'm going to go into a little bit of production development as well. Supposedly, there's a rumor that um, since uh, Uwe Boll has been so connected to the video game world for making uh, video game movies, he bought the rights to make a far crime movie – Before they announced that the game was out.
1: Right, that's what I had heard.
0: Which is interesting, because this came out... The game came out in 2004, and the movie Mm -hmm. came out in 2008. That would have been about five years of development. Right. Very, very bizarre. So the the weird thing that we mentioned at the top of the show is that this movie has essentially the same plot as the game. So from an adaptation standpoint, cool. Nailed it. But what... So starting from the top we we see that Jack's kind of a disillusioned uh mil- ex-military guy who just kind of drives a boat for a living so that he could hang out and drink all day uh with the minor plot point of he makes all of the people that he drives around cook because he can't cook um supposedly
1: which is very important too
0: <laughs> it turned into a very it important did. plot point it unfortunately, did. unfortunately. It did. uh and and he gets embroiled and he happens to know Max f- back from right. the, the German special forces and that's what gets him a little bit more involved than ah, I was just I'm just driving the boat lady uh, and and this concept the 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 film concept hits home as a classic tropey eighties movie. Right, it, it should have worked.
1: It, it hits all of the tropes. It has everything that you could want from this mm-hmm. cheesy action film: super
0: kind of soldiers, yeah. like a, a secret, um, like gene splicing, like all all sorts of like. Oh, this this could have been a. If this came out in the eighties, it probably would have been like a, a like an underground classic, like a cult classic.
1: Okay. Yeah, that, didn't expect.
0: Well, not really, too because, much more from it, yeah, because like. For all of the things that that we make fun of it for, it's some of those things that older movies sometimes get celebrated for. Where it's Mm -hmm. like, ah, look what they did.
1: Well, because it would have been new and exciting then. Yeah. It's like, holy crap. It wasn't in 2008.
0: No. Um, To the point where I... uh, Man, this would have been really cool in the 80s. But the fact that this is a 2008 movie...
1: Kind of destroys the...
0: The, the credibility of it. Factor. One of the one of the biggest problems that I had with it is in some of the bigger action scenes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: half of the guns were ADR'd and sound affected, and it was like, oh, those are guns. And the other half weren't. They it, were
1: so clearly props. All that,
0: of their onset yeah. audio wasn't properly corrected, which mm-hmm. pulls you out from a production standpoint. And it may just be maybe just because we're a little bit more plugged into the technical side of these movies, we maybe don't get as it's a lot easier for me to get taken out because I go, oh, you could have fixed that ADR. Oh, that's a little too tinny. Oh, there's this, that, the other thing. But it hasn't ruined movies for me because there's still plenty of FEI moments in this movie. Okay. Just super, super awesome <laughs> moments. What For what little of a plot there was, what were some of your highlights?
1: For the plot? Yeah. So, like the story. Well, I, I I like the super soldier kind of struggle, the trying to – the. Kind of evil mad scientist trying to achieve greatness, you know, as he said, he was trying to speed up evolution, and
0: it's a good line it, it's a good it concept a good line
1: yeah it's and it's kind of a classic like okay this is this is going to be fun because there's going to be that pushback, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we kind of ran into, so I liked that plot aspect of it. I thought that was a fun concept to go off of mm-hmm.
0: was any of the violence a a hindrance for you? So, like, the, we got... It was a little gory. It was a little gory, like I, the surgical stuff.
1: Okay, the surgical stuff a little bit. But as far as the fighting goes, a lot of the times someone would get shot and I'd have to take a second to try and figure out where they were shot because I don't <laughs> think it was all that gory at all. I, I mean, honestly, the most gory point... like People were talking about it being rated R and how it was such a, a big deal when it came out. The goriest point for me was when uh, Chernov slit Parker's throat. Yeah. at the end, I think that was the biggest you know, most dramatic gore scene.
0: But even that right. was so B-movie. Yes.
1: But it realistic. Still, yes.
0: It's it, it, cuz sometimes you like you see people like hit the knife and then just be like, "Oh god." And then it's like one drip, two drip, three as opposed to like no, you got the aortic valve just it's, just yeah, go. Gone. Your your <laughs> neck is gone. Oh, yeah. Um talked a little bit too much after that for my taste, but you know. Um Can't win them all. <laughs> Did you find any of the any of the uh, people running the facility as legitimate threats?
1: Aside from our mad scientists?
0: yeah. So, like, did you was Chernoff presented in a way where when they, when that confrontation's going to come, you're like, oh, they might be I, in trouble?
1: Yeah, you know, I saw her as a pretty formidable foe, mm-hmm. someone who who really was no nonsense, could take out anybody, really didn't care. But I don't think they really gave her a chance to show that in the mm-hmm. movie she just kind of commanded her soldiers around and demanded to see you know confirmation that these people were dead without really going to do it it As was a commander it worked
0: and it was great to to see that no nonsense side of her was like okay what else do we got because we didn't we we didn't know anything of, about her other than yes sir right away sir right cool but we didn't get maybe her like could be maybe maybe there's something else that that we can expect from her
1: right but well by the end of the movie for me she felt kind of just like a glorified bodyguard
0: mm-hmm. well
1: so that's, that's all was. It, was. <laughs> it was yeah?
0: I've been doing that a little bit too much lately <laughs> uh i really the uh, <laughs> i liked max's look a lot I I thought the the silver look was cool. It made them look inhuman. There was a really bizarre moment like our introduction to these super soldiers was shoot them in the chest. They're impervious to bullets. And right. then once they all get, related, all, all get released, all get released. It's well it's that, but it's then oh they're all wearing vests. Mm-hmm. No, no, I like, want to see the effect for where right. people shoot them and the bullets right. pop off. The, see, but that would be a little bit expensive. That would be expensive. Right. So we're not going
1: to do that. Wasting all this body armor on these super soldiers.
0: It Yeah, why, why, why? Um, <laughs> so, like, there was when Max... Uh, when you find out that Max is actually on their side and he just throws one dude around like a flippin' ragdoll, I was just like, this is the coolest thing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, rip him in half. Just rip him Do in it. half. Or something. Um, a little
1: violent tinge at that point.
0: Yeah. And even the, when they're like, shoot him in the eye or in the mouth. Or when he just totally snaps Chernoff's neck. Just like, holy was, crap. Yeah. But that's all violence that's appropriate for the type of movie that they're presenting. Nice. And, like ultimately, it's, it's the it's the intangibles. It's the stuff in between that pulls you out or a line read here, or a couple of things here and there that prevented this from really being that cult classics uh, standard. And let's let's just talk about them. Uh-huh. There was no reason for Emilio no. to be in this movie other than to, uh, to be the cook at the end.
1: I mean, yeah, convenient boat and then... Or to give him the boat. Right. Somehow he becomes ingrained in this movie. Why? Who knows? I mean...
0: I saved you from choking. Now you're my best friend. No. no. Kill him. Just just
1: throw him off the boat. Yeah. Let him get eaten by these sharks.
0: Just like now that we're done, hey, thanks for the boat. Done. Throw (laughs) him off. Every single line that came out of uh, uh, Chris Coppola playing Emilio's mouth was... Overacted, unnecessary, and insulting to the American culture. <laughs> the fact that in a 2008 movie we have a guy who we have a cartoon—he was a cartoon—we is in love with the sandwich, who's the comedic fat guy, which is a trope that we haven't seen in years in good movies. I should say
1: it wasn't even a good comedic sidekick; like, just not nothing. There was—if
0: you want a comedic sidekick, fine. You gotta—you have to match. The tone that everybody else is going for. And yeah. it was, while it's a little bit disjarring when Schweiger, with his pronunciation, says things a little bit weird, like the mm. whole awkward, cold, boning, uh. Uh, ACB, hashtag awkward, cold, boning. Uh, make sure to tweet at him. Uh, with, with that scene, just as sort of something that stands out of what are you saying, how are you saying it, you have to be right. a little bit more mindful of your performance, Amila just chris coppola throws it out the window
1: mm. and i mean i almost feel like they tried to go for that comedy sense to make him fit a little bit more especially with all of the quips that jack would make throughout but his tone was always a little bit more serious always a little more on par with an action film mm. whereas emilio was just gone yeah no, uh
0: jack carver was a like a prototypical action hero with a couple of one-liners here and there he was smarmy throwing the finger um one of my one of my favorite lines uh is came from him near the end of the movie um which is very simple but very action hero-y um but emilio takes all of that like not even like tom arnold is is, is i consider a serious actor and has the serious roles compared to this um for, when it comes to comedic sidekicks, he, he bizarrely over, over the top, for no, no. reason. Mm-hmm. And, and Uwe Ball should have reined him in. <sighs> okay. Fortunately <not>. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, there are a lot of, there are a lot of cool moments in this movie that, that kind of made me <laughs> close the oven and turn it off. Uh, but this, <laughs> like, when, and I'm also, I, like, admittedly, we're not huge fans of the Far Cry series. We we recognize how popular it is. And back when it was the only rated M game on the Wii, I played it. Because it was like, I get to put yeah, guns play on it. the Wii? Awesome. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, we we have a bit of a history with the series. where it. There's definitely a better story in Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, Blood Dragon, Primal. And we'll get to those. And also, Ubisoft is a lot better with their properties now. And I think once we get to Assassin's Creed and we see how well that movie does, we'll probably see another Far Cry movie. Well, there,
1: it's rumored to be in production. Or, or to be in talks for production. They're saying it's going to happen.
0: Pre-pre-production? Something like okay. that. Yeah. Um, but when they're we,
1: saying it's coming.
0: Okay. When we get to our, when we get to our uh, verdict at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit more about theorizing for that. Let's talk about Uva Bowl. So, Uva Bowl. Uh, is kind of infamous when it comes to the world of video game film, as we talked about at the, at the top of the show. Um, just as a little bit of a background though, I had no idea that he was a doctor in literature. He holds a doctorate in literature from the university of, of, uh, Saigon. Uh, and he also studied at Cologne. Um, but he, he was inspired by Marlon Brando's mutiny on the bounty. Hell of a movie to make you go, I want to make films. Um, at a really
1: young age, too. Very young
0: age. Uh, Ten years old, mm-hmm. he he decided he wanted to be a director. And that you you got to, as much as, as we give him crap, as a culture and as a show, uh, even though this is our first episode talking about him, you got to say he's doing it.
1: He certainly is.
0: And he, lo- he loves video happen. games and feels that video games should get a better turn in films. And at least he's trying. But he's also the reason why studios go yeah they don 't work. look at those mm-hmm. so it 's a little bit of a double edged sword um, and he 'll fight you about it legitimately <laughs> i'm not i 'm not looking forward to alone in the dark when we get there but <laughs> uh, I,
1: good things to come
0: good things to come what What is your idea on the legend of Uva Bowl like in He's always, it's always been a name where you're just like, oh my god, no, stay, stay far away. But But, what's your experience with The Legend of the Bull? That's pretty
1: much my experience. You you don't want to watch those. Just step back. And I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm doing what I can as a host to make sure that everybody gets every side of film, film history that you can. Because you can't really appreciate the good unless you acknowledge the bad and it's true or else history is going to repeat itself. So the fact that there is a rumored far cry movie, that's going to be coming back. You have to look at this one and go, what do they do? Right? What can we shoot for? Are we going to do a far cry three movie, a far cry four movie, or are we going back to the top? Try to make a franchise out of it. Who knows? We'll talk about it when we get there. Critical response. Who knew that, (laughs) that, uh, it was going to do so terrible. Um, IMDB oh, has God. it as a 3.1%. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 12%. Uh, and I I only pulled one review because there weren't a lot of professional reviews from this because it came out oh. in it, it came out in Germany first and then out here. Um, but from joblow.com, the reviewer is simply known as The Arrow, who actually is a, a, a trusted reviewer for them. Uh, as a whole. I wouldn't call Far Cry a good film, but that didn't stop it from being entertaining. It was winsome, lose some for me, which I kind of agree on. There were some action moments where I was like, cool, that's a classic action moment. And there were some performance that made me go, no. <laughs> you gotta, I'm... I gotta go. Thank you. <laughs> like, super, super bad compared to like, alright. Mm. So, generally... It's okay, um, but let's get to the fun stuff because making fun of a movie isn't that great. Even though going a little bit lighter than I expected, Patrick would probably have a oh, field day. Yeah, a um, Patrick is unfortunately out on uh, out on a uh, business. He's a very very busy man, and we get him in the studio when we can because of that very same busyness. So let's get started with our favorite line. If you have a favorite line, make sure to tweet it at us uh, using the hashtag VGM Anatomy and or and or leave it in a comment down below on the YouTube page Uh, so as i mentioned earlier in the day earlier in the day earlier in the show uh krieger's lines were some of my i have two krieger lines that are absolutely my favorite one of them is a legitimate line another one is a what what (laughs) so my first legitimate line is actually between him and valerie um it's how do you live with yourself i live fine thank you just like, he's insane! Beautiful. He's crazy! And I love him. Perfect. Yeah. My other one is just... who? What? Very very confusing. So when he's showing the general through the facility, oh. I had to rewind it because I was like, did that just happen? We have ten holding cells and now I have to show you something really incredible. What? <laughs> we have ten cells. These? But wait, let me show you something... It's one of the most, well, it's, we have, um, um, a very clear um in there. We have, um, 10 holding cells. And now I have something really incredible to show you. This is one of those lines where it's like, you couldn't, who's your script supervisor? Let's clean that up a bit. We It's it's like, because it was a tracking shot, it was a longer tracking shot, it's like, Okay, no, we just have one take on this. That's because <laughs> we rented the dolly for a day. We're trying to get all of our shots in. If we have time to get more, we'll go back. Why not? Um, so, yeah, those were two of my favorites. I have another one, but I want to let you go first.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to go with my ridiculous one. Please, please this, do. This is the one that's just like, oh, God, this this is an Emilio line.
0: <laughs>
1: it's the, I wanted to die fast, you know, like by a shark. And I, I just kind of sat there and I was D- This guy has no idea how shark attack works.
0: Do you know know shark, please? (laughs)
1: Yes. I was like, uh, we get a little further into the movie, and I actually wrote a note. I was like, I hope this guy gets eaten by a shark.
0: Just to give him what he wants. Oh. That would be
1: – <sighs> dream
0: come true. Dream come true.
1: If uh, it was on a tropical island, we might have had that.
0: Maybe, but I don't know if there were sharks in Vancouver. Uh, what was uh, – do you have another one? Do you have a, a quote-unquote serious <laughs> one?
1: I don't think I have a very serious one, actually. So
0: but... mine was super – this was this was my favorite line from Jack. He's fighting the super soldier and they're going through the mill and he chops the guy in half. He, he laser-started saw – Chops the guy in half and just gives him a quick asshole. I was like, <laughs> that was "Yeah, God, that I love too. this guy. That this guy's great." Um, <laughs> and it's it's a couple of moments from that where I'm like, "I like Til Schweiger. He should be in more movies. He should be in more yeah. more American movies." But he does a lot of work in Germany. Um, so, speaking of uh, how this movie is cast, we're going to recast this movie if we got we got our blockbuster version. Of Far Cry, uh, and we're going to be recasting Jack, Valerie, Krieger, Emilio, and Max. So, if you want to leave your casting, again, tweet at us with VGM Anatomy, or leave a comment down below on YouTube. Uh Let's start, why don't we start from the bottom? Let's start with Max. All right. Who do you have for Max?
1: So, Max ended up settling on uh Vigo Mortensen.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I w- so, that would definitely be, like... Gravitas and like, holy crap! This dude's gonna be so. Oh, oh okay. If yeah. yeah, if you really want to stick, I like that. I just went with size. I went with pure size. If this okay. is supposed to be like the proto super soldier, we gotta go with Half Julius Bjornson, the Mountain from <laughs> Game Jesus. of Thrones. Like he's a young guy, but he looks he looks a lot older.
1: That's funny because I considered the Hound. Really? Uh, played the Hound. For Interesting.
0: A while. Mm-hmm yeah I could see that too, but,
1: but that's much better, but just it's have.
0: literally a mountain of a man right. who Verifying. if you see him coming at our protagonist, you're like Bye. they gone dead, such dead um yeah, but i right. I like Vigo that's. That's interesting in the, the a different more way. uncle
1: kind of. Yeah, a little bit more uncle. If, if and they he, had an actual relationship, you know.
0: And, but um, you can also know that he's like, that's Vigo, he's a badass. Like, no matter what. Even,
1: take it out.
0: Just take, just take the shot of him in Lord of the Rings with the hood on and the pipe, but move it into like a modern bar. You If you put that in any Vigo Mortensen movie, you'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> careful I, of that Strider I, guy. <laughs> um, what about Emilio?
1: Emilio. Uh, so, watching the movie, there was only one other character I could think of that was nearly as just totally off kilter, ridiculous comedic, mm-hmm. um, and that's Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park.
0: Weird, because ev- like, in all of the reviews that I saw from this movie, everybody's like, "And this Wayne Knight knockoff." Really? Um, but I gotta go. I gotta go more modern. Okay. I gotta go younger. And I gotta go Josh
1: Gad. Ah. Oh. Because Wayne Knight,
0: because of his experience with Jurassic Park has and Newman, has one of those irredeemable, fans already have it in his head like, I don't like him. Like, instantly. Okay, so
1: you want to make him a little more likable? Make him a little bit more likable. So you put Josh Gad in there. I mean,
0: with with Frozen and some would even say Pixels, uh, which no. I don't want to do, but we might um, on a drunken Sunday. Um, <laughs>
1: okay, that might make it acceptable if we if I'm we do like a
0: let's drink or something <laughs> where where we watch we do a let's drink watch along, um, take a shot every time we just die inside. We'll be drunk <laughs> within five minutes. But I, Gad has the appeal and okay. also a thing where he has he has it where you can see him in the movie and go. He's either gonna be really annoying or really charming. Right. And maybe he could ride the line.
1: Yeah, he can be annoying enough, but also keep you from not wanting him to get eaten by a shark.
0: Exactly. Like I, I wanna see, see that. Josh get that I hear Olaf too much. I don't want Olaf to be eaten by a shark. Okay. You gotta use that to your a advantage. Super good one. I like okay. it. Okay. Uh Krieger, our uh, our evil scientist. Uh who do you wanna see?
1: Krieger, um, I put Malcolm McDowell.
0: I like that a lot. That's really cool. I I went with uh Christoph Waltz because he plays the reserve. They both play the reserve crazy really well. Ooh, I like I like that a lot. Um, but I also put if we're going super wacky Okay Schwarzenegger. I,
1: I- Considered him yeah. like for, a mi- for a hot second
0: because yeah. I, I would, I would, but that would be a thing where I would want him to do the experiment on so, himself. Yeah,
1: the Powered up if they mm-hmm. went more down that line,
0: but that would be video more game. video gamey, where it's mm-hmm. like I tried the perfect formula myself first, and then we're getting into Metal Gear Revengeance territory. But I. I think you – no, McDo, McDonald wins. Malcolm McDowell. Excuse me. Uh, McDonald's. What? Brain. Sorry. Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. I want to see this movie so far. Um, Valerie, our intrepid reporter. <laughs> Who do we got? Who do you got?
1: All right. So I had a couple of different iterations mm-hmm. of Valerie. Um, and I, my favorite, I think, is Marina Baccarin.
0: I like her. That's cool. I'm huh, – hmm. Who? Else? No, I'll give I'll give okay. you one of mine too. Okay. Uh, Jenna Coleman. Okay, because she's. I think you have to go somebody with like with a little bit of youth and and like fire under her ass and like I'm gonna do anything so because I'm gonna make it in this world. Mm-hmm. And she's got one of those faces that everybody likes. Kind of and truth. and she's a really really fun actress and I think she could she could make the jump to to a movie like this. It wouldn't be too far of a reach for her. Who else you got?
1: Okay. So along that kind of same line, uh, Kat Dennings mm. was another one.
0: I like that a lot too. <laughs> hmm I I went a little bit more of the serious route and put Rooney Mara as well okay. cuz I it would be like I can take her seriously 100%. <laughs> but I do I like the idea of somebody surprising me with that. Um Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um Crap! I don't know who wins that one. Let us know in the comments or on Twitter, VGMA or VGM Anatomy, and then finally our star, Jack Carver. Are you? Are you? But let me ask really quick: Are you going German or are you going American?
1: Uh, I. Oh, I ended up with American. Okay, just just wondering. I I went around with this one for a while. This Mm -hmm. one was tough for me to figure out. So um, I ended up settling, merely because imagining him saying some of these lines was just too good to pass up. Interesting. um, With Tom Hardy.
0: Hardy? You went with Hardy?
1: I did go with Hardy. I like
0: that. Just
1: the I Spy game with Tom Hardy.
0: Originally, I was thinking... uh, uh, Why why did I blank? Uh, Gerald... Why? What? Never mind. Anyway, okay. um I went with uh, Rock, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, because because everybody will like why him not? instantly. True. Everybody will like him instantly, and he can do the badass stuff. Or going in a little bit more of like an American Sniper, Brad Cooper, Bradley Cooper could mm-hmm. could play and have a lot of fun with that. So I actually did have one more, but it fits into my way of uh, my way to make this work. I saw a couple more uh, reviews that likened all of the super soldiers to, like, a reject WWE Studios movie, you could do a WWE... WWE Films could take this and put somebody like... Um, there, there's a wrestler that they have on there down, named Dean Ambrose. He did a movie recently called 12, 12 Rounds. That's really cool. He's mm-hmm. a, a, a cop in a corrupt police station. There's a lockdown, and he's only got 12 rounds in his gun, and he has to save the day. It's really nice. cool. Right. But I think the schmaltziness of, of the story and the access that WWE has to burly dudes. They're just like, here, take a break off a of raw and then just here be, be a super soldier for a day. Could be fun. Could be fun. And I think that that, that could be a way to do it. So before we get to our verdict, the, there are rumors that Because of Assassin's Creed, there's going to be a Far Cry movie, and Far Cry has been doing insanely well at the. I was going to say at the box office, at the Game Stop. (laughs) No, 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 no. At at the game stores, and Mm -hmm. uh, ever since Far Cry Three, it's had a really big focus on. A cinematic style and a great story and an amazing adventure. And it lends itself to a good franchise because you put it, you just put it on a different island, put a different protagonist in there. You don't have to do like, this hero returns. Like, oh, what island am I on next? So you can, you can make it an anthology series. What would you want to see from a Far Cry movie? From a a newer Far Cry movie?
1: anything like blood dragon
0: dude i would oh, love it if they did I,
1: I want the full like really really bad action throwing the line just getting down and dirty just over the top as you possibly could get get like
0: terry cruz um <sighs> that would be fun
1: just for the fun factor
0: i wouldn't want them to great. to lead off with blood dragon no. but i would definitely want there to be a blood At dragon movie oh man <laughs> just too burpy over here oh goodness so overall f- final thoughts on the movie because this one not as bad as we were expecting
1: not as bad. There, there are salvageable things underneath like all these horrible like things that they tried to do i don't know between the concepts
0: was the concepts <laughs> the concept were good. good the execution was, was a bad. little shaky the,
1: yeah the action was weak um I, something I generally don't have a problem with but I did have a problem with in this movie was the way they treated the female characters yeah. was horrific uh, and just the I mean the jokes were awful did, <laughs> just,
0: like there and were, Emilio there and really Emilio no, so. there, there were a couple of the jokes in from Jack that were like 80's protagonist classic action movie protagonist right. and then there were a couple where they were trying to like moder- the whole when you hey that one day when you said it was a 2 out of 10 did you mean it that's not how you end a conversation between no. people who are supposed to be love interests. Like that mm-hmm. isn't that doesn't get me interested in their that makes Jack a creep. Like yeah. a total creep.
1: No, the creepiest one was when they caught the soldier and they were trying to take his uniform mm-hmm. and so he's like, Take off your clothes and then he looks down at the soldier who's starting to take off his clothes and he goes, I wasn't talking to you and looks over at Valerie, and I'm just like,
0: like But then they're like, I'm kidding. Keep going. Yeah. There's no just, point in that line. What? And there's a better way to put that. Uh, like
1: it was, that was just horrible. Totally
0: that's your done. way of getting back at at a woman who rated you a two out of ten. Like that's. Ooh,
1: let's do that. When sure.
0: you got to, you have to have more than that. Mm-hmm. This movie fails the Bechdel test. Uh, <sighs> Val- Valerie <laughs> started off with such hope and promise as a as a great character and totally dropped the ball. Um, we were going to do a recast uh, with with uh, Chernov, but she didn't do anything.
1: Unfortunately, not. No,
0: so it. I mean, that's that's probably also a problem with the game too. And in Far Cry, uh, at least in three, the the female lead is like this. Tropical, well, not tropical. It was half naked uh, most of the time. Tribal, sort of a sort of a character, um, just with no spoilers. In case you haven't played it, go play it. Uh, and it's just like, oh, then it turns into a love interest. What? Okay. F- oh, yeah. Sure. Gonna reduce okay. reduce All right. Down here. You're you're reducing your characters. It's a it's an older way to do a movie, and I think uh, that with the proper channels now, uh, they would they could really take it. Absolutely, uh, far cry uh, yeah uh, really quickly though before we get uh, and I, I say again before we get to the to our final verdicts I just wanted to let you know we're on iTunes and on YouTube so if you're listening on iTunes thank you very much for joining us on this podcast I hope you subscribed and left us a review we're gonna start reading the reviews next week so if you want to be a part of the show help us grow as a show go on iTunes and let us know what you think if you're watching us on YouTube thank you if you want us on the go though we are on iTunes uh, if you want to See our pretty faces, and by our I mean Stacey and Patrick. Uh please uh visit us on YouTube on our on our page, uh Popcorn Talk Network. Uh we have a lot of great podcasts, Action Movie Anatomy, Anatomy of a Movie, which is just sort of our general movie review show. Um Action Movie Anatomy talks about action movies, who knew? Uh Jedi Alliance, DC movie news, Marvel movie news, Disney movie news, uh Otaku Movie Anatomy, which actually it was funny. We did Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li and then this past week to celebrate Street Fighter 5, they did Street Fighter 2 the animated movie, which a lot of people went, "Why didn't you do the good one?" And I went, "You know what? We're suffering." for you so if you want to see their review of street fighter 2 they actually had kyle Eber in here the voice of ryu was in the studio yeah he's a cool dude too uh slash adult gohan and just endless endless credits um go check that out popcorn talk otaku movie anatomy we we really love doing the show despite put like we joke a lot on twitter about uh, we have to why this movie <laughs> But it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we try to keep it as positive as we can. Uh, we truly, truly do. Um,
1: we did all right today.
0: We did all right today, and I think that's because uh, Patrick's plus column did not uh, make an appearance on the show, uh, which seems a little bit forced. Uh, but as our takeaway, uh, we do what uh, what is known as our final verdict, where we give this franchise a game over. Or an extra life. So now, rumors notwithstanding, and how awesome our casting of this movie was, what would you give this movie?
1: I think Far Cry has a really interesting premise, and I think it would make for good movies. So I would like to see them try again, and I would like to see them go somewhere with it.
0: Uh, I I agree. I would I would give this franchise an extra life, and I would almost and i've i've been using this as an easy way to to kind of cl- to uh, give excuses for stuff to show up again i could see this as a netflix series i could see far cry 3 as a netflix series
1: that could be really cool cuz with more an vi- ongoing mm-hmm.
0: with story video games you do have the 6 to 8 to 10 hour easily gameplay just do the whole thing. Do the whole story. Don't try to truncate it down. Or do. Who cares? Right. It's money. People are going to <laughs> go and see this film. So yeah, that's two extra lives. Don't know how Patrick would put it. He would probably say Game Over. But uh, yeah, I I actually like this movie a lot more than I thought I would.
1: Go- thinking, so, well, <laughs> I, I had to qualify it, I guess. Because thinking, like, as mm-hmm. it settles, I like it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do like the underlying premise of it. And they did have a plot. At mm-hmm. least they had a plot. I mean, as opposed to like Chun-Li where there really wasn't a plot. Hey, there's the
0: thing. And they had they had a good villain. Yes. Um, underlings, a little bit of help. Um, awesome fight scenes, which again, Chun-Li didn't really have. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite a couple of technical limitations slash errors, mm, not bad. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. So... We're excited for the release of Far Cry Primal, which comes out this week. Uh, and we hope that you play it, too. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie and of the game. Tweet us at hashtag VGMAnatomy next week. I'm sorry, next week. Two weeks from now. Uh, in order to celebrate the release of the new Hitman game, we're going to be reviewing the original Hitman movie. So... Uh, until then, Stacy, where can the folks find you?
1: Find me at Yield Nerd on Twitter or Nerd's Doing Stuff, also on Twitter and everywhere else on the web.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Mark B. The B stands for mole. uh and also our f- good friend uh, P to the D's, Patrick D's. Uh, follow him. Let him know what he missed today. Uh, thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out Far Cry Primal. Make sure you check out Hitman. Watch Hitman, and we will see you next time.